Rule number one, no fraternizing. That was the main rule you had to follow if you wanted to stay employed at Danger, Inc. For four years, Damon Danger never worried about breaking that rule until the day his new assistant, Quincy Everly, walked in his office. Withstanding Damon's tactics to make her quit, he realizes that neither Quincy nor his intrusive thoughts were going anywhere anytime soon. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to my podcast. And today, we are, (laughs) I don't know why I got stuck there. We are discussing India Carter's, wait, I just remembered, before I go any further, my last episode mentioning her book, I realized that I got her confused with a completely different author which i haven't reviewed one of her books yet and i think i will review the book that i was talking about but where i said like the guy wasn't really human and all that type of stuff that's not india carter that is edwina foster is her i know her last name starts with an f i should have had that like on standby too but yeah i know for a fact that her first name is edwina so I apologize for getting that completely mixed up, but those are two completely different authors. Uh, And I felt like such a dummy too, because I went back and listened to the episode, like I just knew what I was talking about and I didn't, I didn't at all. Uh, (laughs) So clear that up, but we are back for another India Carter, Tempted by Danger is the title of the book. And You know, usually how I do my episodes, it's, well, not even in-depth, because I was going to say, I usually have an in-depth conversation, because some books I take notes on, and other books, it's like, as soon as I'm done reading it, I hop on the mic, and I just go off the top of my head trying to remember everything that I just read. Um, And this is a little bit different, because I will be talking about the book, but I'm mainly even though this book is supposed to be about, uh, I'm going to call him Demon, because that's what Quincy, uh, grandma called him. That's his name. His name is Demon, even though that's not how you pronounce it. Um, this book is about Demon and Quincy, but I want to focus on Demon's parents. So let me get it out the way. So Demon, uh, he is like the quote unquote, black sheep of the family he doesn't talk to his family he's not real close to them he has no relationship with them whatsoever until one day his one of his brothers um by the name of diesel hops on the plane and it's like you know you need to come home we need to have a family meet and at first you know he's trying to resist and diesel's like if i have to beat your ass to get you there you know like basically you're coming whether you want to or not so of course he grabs his clothes and they head back home now to new york i think uh demon was in la if i'm not mistaken and diesel came and got him and they went back to new york um so you know demon he's very he's very intelligent very smart um he was running like his own tech company or he was about to start his own tech company but going home with diesel he finds out that his 
dad is doing what he always does. He's been cheating on their mother, the kid's mother, all their lives. You know, it's a open known fact. Everybody knows about it. But um, it's becoming public and it's looking bad for the company. So their dad is stepping down and he names Demon as his basically successor to take on the company. Because... Um, Diesel said he not doing it because he got, you know, he already doing other stuff. And who was it? Uh, Declan, who assumed that that would just be his position. Like, he would have that position because he's the one that kisses up to their dad so much and just automatically thought that it would be his. But it's like everybody around them knows, like, he's not fit to do that. So... At first, he's like, I don't want to work with y'all. I don't want to be nowhere around y'all. And it's like the kid that y'all shipped off and act like y'all hate and don't want nothing to do with me. I'm the one that has to save the family business. Like, are y'all serious? And his mother, but we're going to get there because let me just get this out the way because the rest of this uh, episode is about the parents. Um, So, you know. Of course, he takes the company. He's like, you know, I'm only going to be here long enough to get it back on track, and then I'm out. And you can give it to your golden uh, son, Declan, and let him have it, and I won't have anything to do with it. But it's been years now, and he's still there. Um, You know, it's four years later. He's still there running the company, and he, he likes it now. He loves it. The only thing is, he's like, he's an asshole of a boss. Like, that place is dead silent. There's no having fun. You know, people straighten up when he walks into the room. And I'm like, it's okay to, like, what am I trying to say? Like, your coworkers should, or even your employees, since you are the boss, they shouldn't be afraid of you. And that's how it is, and that's how he likes it. Until his new assistant comes, which is uh, Quincy. And, you know, she's from, uh, what was it, Florida. Her family has uh, a orange grove where they sell oranges and stuff like that. Um, and there's a attraction between them two, but he has a rule of no fraternizing. Like, you cannot date your coworkers under no circumstances um and he does everything in his power to make her quit but she's like you know i'm not gonna give him the satisfaction so of course uh later on down the line like um he has her sign it well she already had to sign an nda with the company but then for them to start having sex with each other she has to sign another nda and um then she also gets invited to this club where all the women are put into a room and like a light is shined or shone down on them. Um, and whoever like wants to bid on them will bid on them. And her not knowing that a demon is there, he pays uh, half a million for her. And so after that, then he gets his sister, who Quincy met first and recommended her for the job, gets her to sign that NDA that I was talking about and offer her uh, 500, uh, I said 500 million, 
500,000, like, um, if anything goes wrong and at the end of this, she'll be getting that as well. So they cite their relationship. It's, it's a BD, BDSM, excuse me, relationship. And throughout the whole book, she calls that man nothing but Mr. Demon. Don't call him nothing else in front of everybody. It's always that way. She don't call him nothing else. <laughs> and it did get on my nerves a bit because I'm not going to lie. This is the one time. Well, no, I'm not going to say no. I was going to say I let somebody else's opinion sway me. But that's not true. It's just I could see why they were annoyed. Because it's like you don't call him nothing else like every single time you address this man even when um he brings her to his parents house for dinner she's still calling him mr demon in front of the parents in front of her parents when they go back to her uh home state it's just like girl, you can call that man by his name one time um but yeah so their relationship for the most part is okay but he tries to set boundaries like you know this is gonna end at some point when i wanted to like i'm not in it for long term i'm not looking to fall in love like nothing like that but of course she's the one to break down his walls and make him fall in love and of course they have their happily ever after now let's <sighs> Mr. and Mrs. Danger, Mama and Daddy Danger are two of the most fucked up people I think I have ever had the displeasure of reading. Um, And that's saying a lot because I have read a lot of books. But, so, you know, of course, I think they both come from money and they got together and they had how many kids do they have all together i think they have the twins they have the two girls so i think it's five of them all together but one of the girls has a condition i forgot what it was but um mama danger had the other girl yeah, because it's three boys and two girls. Um, the other girl, Denim, in hopes of having her would make her a match to save the other daughter. And come to find out she wasn't a match, so they tried for another baby again, which is where Demon comes along. And he was a match for her, so basically, you know, he was only born just for the sake of saving that daughter and they never really paid him any attention so with them not paying him any attention and not really loving him as parents should or would he begins to act out now in no way am i excusing this behavior because as a teenager he got caught having an orgy with like some very important people's daughters, like politicians and stuff like that. So they shipped him off to a boarding school. And basically just like after that, they didn't want nothing to do with him. And that's 
where he became the official black sheep and just like the family treated him as if he was nothing. And even then, like when he comes back to save the company still as parents, they don't treat him like a son. And even when uh, the dad attempts to, it's only because it's like, so I saved your company. Now you want to acknowledge me. And then like when they have the meeting for him to even take over, it's like, oh, now y'all acknowledge my existence. Like I've been on the other side of the world chilling, minding my own business. I don't talk to y'all. I don't see y'all. Nothing like that. So no, like I don't want to talk to y'all. I don't want to have nothing to do with y'all whatsoever. And even then when he gets the company back up and running, his mom, Mama Danger, still doesn't acknowledge him. She's like, I can't believe you were the one who did this. And then um, at some point, like I said, they have dinner at his parents' house. And with Quincy there, like, once again, he brings it up. Like, y'all did this to me, and y'all refused to acknowledge what y'all did to me, making it seem as if everything y'all did was okay. And he overheard a conversation of Mama Danger saying how she never wanted him, like she wished she never had him, like he's going to ruin their status as the type of family that they are, like the wealthy family in the neighborhood or whatever. And so even more that damaged their relationship and all he was looking for was a I'm sorry, like a I love you, like an actual relationship. And they never did that. And the dad was trying to force Sunday dinners, like them all getting together as a family. But they was like, no, because we're not a family. Like y'all trying to put on this front and doing all this fucking faking instead of addressing the real issues, like getting down to the root. And also as parents, because I can understand, like some people have in their relationships where cheating is not a deal breaker or, you know, they just refuse to leave. But the fact that the daddy flaunted his cheating in front of everybody and like nothing happened, it was so fucking weird. And it's just like, y'all are too fucked up people who should not be together. Like, why are y'all together? Money cannot be the end-all be-all to where y'all ruin people the way that y'all do. Because I know for a fact that had to be a reason why all of the children, um, a demon, and I'm going to do the next book too, uh, that's Diesel's story. Because Diesel has some fucked up shit going on with him too. What was the name of that book? Captivated captivated lord by danger i'm gonna do that one next um they see how their dad does their mom and they see like how cold their mom is and how their relationship must have turned her into that person and none of them want a commitment because even uh what is it declan declan has a son with a long-time girlfriend but they were never married and i don't think he has plans on getting married because it's just like, why Why would I want that? I don't want that. 
they don't have examples of what a good loving relationship should be and that's what they're stuck with so of course they're just gonna stick to what they know just being like we gonna have sex and when i'm done with it it's over and for him to have so many women i'm talking about uh daddy danger to where it got to the point where some of them women were coming out to the media and wanting to explain their story because like i said even if you get somebody to sign an nda it's like man fuck that nda okay now i still told the story the story is still out there like okay i might go to jail i might have to pay you some money for breaching this contract but the story's still out there you can't do nothing about that now so now what and that's exactly what it was so it's just like i was happy for demon and quincy in the end because they did have a nice relationship it's like she got him to open up it's like uh you know be nicer to the employees let them have a day off let them have casual fridays where we wear jeans on friday you know we can have a christmas party he gave out a christmas bonus he let her decorate it's like um they took a trip together she finally got him to like break the ice around him like as a person because i was gonna say around his heart but just him as a person it's like you think you're cold but you're really not you just need somebody to love you love on you and pay attention to you and you know you're not as bad as you seem and that's exactly what it was so um in the end they got there happily ever after and that was great so kudos to uh oh also because you know i don't talk, i don't talk about sex scenes like i don't detail them out but this book has excellent sex scenes miss india carter she knows how to write an amazing sex scene they were they were really good i give them two thumbs up um but anyway that's all i got for this book i highly recommend that you read it because it was a good story it was a really good story but i was just so focused on uh the fucked up parents that i really couldn't even focus on demon and quincy because it's just like what the fuck but anywho i hope you guys enjoyed it and i hope to see you back next week peace and blessings my beautiful people